0: Hey what's up everybody, it's Drew here, I want to welcome you all to the next episode of Phoenix Down This is episode 8.1, we are finishing up our playthrough of Metro 2033 Uh, Tonight I have with me Matt
1: Hello and welcome to 2013
0: Yes, 2013, we have made it
1: To the future
0: Yes, (laughs) we're 20 years away from Russian nuclear apocalypse (laughs) And uh, I also have with me Nate I think my dog is having a seizure right now
2: (laughs) But that's okay
0: So Last we left off We were Pretty much About halfway through Metro In fact I want to say a little bit Past halfway Um, Artyom However you pronounce his name is uh, trying to make his way to, um, oh, God, Paulus, I believe is what this is called. Yeah, Paulus Paulus. And he's trying to um, basically gather help or aid from uh, some more people. And I, I do want to mention this because up until this point, I really have no idea what we're doing exactly. Um, I don't
1: feel it gets any clearer in the second half. <laughs>
0: it doesn't. Um,
1: I, really, I really wish I had read this book before playing this game. Uh, That's not something that I think I have ever said before.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, listen, I mean, if you judge it by how many copies of the book you can find lying around, shouldn't it be that hard to just <laughs> yeah. pick up a copy?
1: Yeah, oh, you mean the subliminal novels that everybody's reading in the Metro?
2: There's only two books that exist in this universe. (laughs) I hope you like them. (laughs) So,
0: he's he's trying to get aid from what I believe is the monsters that keep trying to get into his station. But apparently not.
1: This game takes a weird turn, story-wise.
0: Yeah. So, like I mentioned in the last episode, how I thought that there was more to this—just a nuclear apocalypse with mutated monsters running around—there is something else going on.
1: More to it, but nothing is really explained, and yeah. nothing that I wanted explanations for was answered. Nothing was answered. None of my questions were answered.
0: Yeah. So when last we left off, we we were trying to go to Polis or Polis. Um, We basically we get separated from the 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 one it, who was with us. It was a guy with us, um, but he died.
2: First, there was the uh, the scoundrel guy. He dies and is replaced by Cain. He goes with you for a while. You lose him. Pick up the kid. Yeah. After that, then you meet back up with some more rangers. Then eventually meet back up with Kane. And yada B- yada. Miller,
1: who is who is is who we're looking for, right? That's who initially we're supposed to give this message to was Miller.
0: I thought Miller was the one that gave us the
2: message. No, that was a uh, hunter. Hunter. Okay.
1: Yeah, and he said if I disappeared tell Miller him. what happened.
0: Yeah. And so um so we 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 basically get separated from our one guy uh and we have to go and fight Nazis as well as commies um because apparently you can't take a side. And uh, we uh eventually run into a young child who, um or we, we, When we run away from the depot, which is where all the guys are, um, we basically are on our own. And we run into this small little, <laughs> I don't want to call them towns, but I guess it's a town, like a, a safe zone or something like that. And you have like a last line defense kind of thing. There's a bunch of monsters coming. And it's like you and four other guys have to hold off a bunch of monsters. Um Apparently, everybody dies except for you, and you go into the small little safe zone, and there's only one survivor, and it is a small child. This child then uh, jumps up on your uh, back, I guess. I don't know how he's riding on your shoulders, mainly because I really don't know why but um yeah he's he jumps on our uh on our shoulders we have a very difficult time aiming at least I did is it easy for you Nate
2: uh you know i mean since i had you guys warn me ahead of time by listening about it yeah. um it, you know it it doesn't throw you off that much but it it is another It's one of the many instances in this game where you can tell they wanted to do something different or something unique to make the game stand out a little bit. Like, oh, here's a memorable moment. And it's just not executed well. Yeah. So instead, it just feels sloppy and the controls become a little bit more annoying while you fight the repeated little dogish type monsters popping up out of their holes, you know? Yeah.
1: Which are incredibly Um, annoying because I don't think you can ever kill them all.
2: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's just like endless, endlessly spawning. Monster yeah, keep
1: moving. Out.
0: That's that did get very annoying very fast, but um, so yeah, we got the kid with us. Go. He finally finds his mom at another little station. You drop him off, and um, you basically just uh, go into Polis. Um. No, excuse- well, there was
1: Black Station before we get to Polis. That's
0: true, yeah. There was one last place I mean, where the Nazis were.
1: My least favorite part of this entire game was the end of Chapter 4. Really? I don't know what was going on. I This game, for me, it seemed like I would be playing a section, and I would think that I'm finally doing pretty well. I get to a new area, and then I get killed. And for some reason, it would never move me to the next checkpoint. And I felt like I was dying a lot and having to replay a lot of this game. Basically, there's the part where you come out and there's like a Nazi patrol. And, you know, I was doing sort of a little stealth section where I went off to the right and just hid and wait for them to walk past. And then you have to, like, climb up onto the surface and then make your way over to this one big abandoned building, which you climb up into. And there's two demons that fly around on top. Yeah. But between getting out of there, getting to the top of that building, and having zero idea where to go once I finally got to the top of that building, it I spent over, over well over an hour. Probably 20 to 30 times I died before I realized that I wasn't supposed to go up on top of this building at all, which I just didn't know.
2: Yeah. It, it, this is the section where you're trying to get the radio message to play? Up
1: um, on top
2: of that building? I think so.
0: I'm not really too sure. I think it's. um, <sighs> Matt keeps dropping.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I, I mean, I'll just expand a little bit from there. But yeah, this was one of the instances where y- you can tell that their level design really dropped off here because it's essential to use the map to actually figure out. like, the, Basically, the geometry of their level design failed to prove it put in relevant clues or landmarks to catch your eye to navigate what direction you're supposed to be heading especially as a lot of the section actually has you going from inside the building to kind of like an outside wing of the building then back inside or like up to the roof then drop down because from the roof you can get to like three different sections but it's not the
0: section you need to be
2: at (laughs) yeah exactly so like i would spend 10 minutes because i could see this yard that i hadn't been in yet so i'm just assuming that's where i must go finding my way there then running all around it in a circle and then eventually just put the map on and it tells me to go back into the building like okay get all the way yeah. back up to the top it tells me to go a different direction you know and so it, i mean it, it it just seems like a very unfocused section because like it if this was supposed to be represent kind of like a puzzle or an exploration part to it there's just not a lot of interesting things going on there it's you come out of that extended combat scene with the squad of Nazis and then there's more hidden in some of the buildings. So you kind of have a long range shootout section as well. But once you clear it all other than when you're on the roof and there's the demons, there's nothing of interest going on. So like in that situation, especially if it's saved after you killed all those enemies, it's like 25 minutes of just running around, jumping around, trying to figure out where to go with no action going on at all. Like, yeah, uh, and and the, again, we spoke on that before, Is just pacing issues of this game.
1: And the most confusing thing right there was that the, the area you need to go is clearly, like, you haven't discovered everything in that building that you need to discover yet. Yeah. Like, you haven't even really been to the top or, or fought the demons, which I know are up there. So it's really weird that the place I have to go is just a diversion. Like, it, it's not even something that, would even if I had known that's, that was there, I wouldn't have thought that that was the end.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I basically explored the entire building and the surrounding areas before I realized that you had to go to a staircase and kind of jump inside the staircase to a lower section to get to a bottom section of that building. This is my least favorite part of
1: the entire game, hands down. It just didn't make any sense
2: to me. I think there's worse to come, man. I think
1: there's worse to come. There definitely is.
2: But yeah, I mean, that was another... I mean, I had fun with the combat section leading up to that. And again, like anytime they're bringing you out to the surface of that universe, I felt like it's an opportunity to really kind of do something interesting. And when you're just running around a bombed out building, you know, like there's just there wasn't any interesting storytelling going on there. There there weren't any plot devices out there other than the one radio call that you have to do. So it, this section felt like a disappointment. Yeah, majorly.
0: I, I, yeah, now that I think about it, I did have to run around that building a couple of times, and I totally, like, did a circle and didn't even realize I did.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, and that's what I was getting at. Is it, it's very easy to get turned around in that building, because as you you going up and down different levels and going back and forth a little bit. So, especially if you forgot to, about your map function with the compass, or if you just forget which hotkey it is, then, you know, that section can really stretch out, but That'll lead to, later on in the game, is my fun little anecdote where the entire play session, basically until the last 15 minutes of the game, I forgot how to use the night vision. So all the stealth sections that come up after this, or all the sequences that are in the dark, I knew the correct hotkey for but I forgot that you had to hold down the key to turn on your night vision. And there's no prompts or anything like that that tells you, like, oh, Hold down N. Don't just tap N. That doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. So that's... I played through multiple stealth sequences and sections of the game where you're just, where you're you're clearly not supposed to get into a full on engagement. Just like, well, fuck it, gotta fight them.
0: That's basically what I did too. I mean, I didn't forget about my night vision. It's just, to me, it seemed like it was easier just to fight these fuckers than it was trying to sneak by them. But uh, yeah. So we make it to Paulus. After that really annoying section, in Paulus, we Paulus is basically just a fucking cutscene. In fact, a named section of this chapter is nothing but a cutscene. And you walking up to a building.
2: Yeah, it really made me wonder if there's a lot of content that must have been cut out related to that section. I want to say there is. I mean, is it like just general principles of? design of anything like you don't hype up a location or a situation and then do nothing with it Yeah, like, it was a nice scenery like you got to see it um, what's essentially a train depot that's up and running and clearly a hub of activity you get to see that there is a council and then you just see a guy walk out of it saying I can't believe they didn't vote <laughs> like that's just terrible you know that's the, that's the type of sequence you would expect from like an NES game you know where it's like Oh, you have to go to this city and go save the person. You walk up to the city and then it just shows you walking back out and be like, you did it. Like, that's basically what happened. You know, we we just entered the castle as Mario. Yeah. We jumped up, hit the flagpole. It's just like, nope, wrong castle. Keep going. It's just,
0: I don't know. But yeah, so they deny any help saying that they need to defend themselves before they go and defend other stations. And so we run back into the uh, the priest dude. What was his name?
2: That was Cain.
0: That was Cain. Yeah, Cain, the guy with the crazy goatee. He. Uh, this is where I don't understand what the hell happened.
1: Yeah, I definitely missed something here.
0: Yeah, because something
1: logically. Hey, they're not going to help us. Okay, so let's do something totally different.
0: Yeah. It's like, well, we need to go and find these documents that are in this library. It's like military documents for uh, coordinates. I'm like, okay, w- why? They don't explain it. They just we need to we need to go get them. What the fuck is this gonna do? Yeah, you know, and I'm like, okay, so then we go to the library, and well,
1: apparently a decision was made to nuke or bomb the the dark ones
0: what the fuck that's another thing i've never heard the dark ones until just then yeah i've heard of the monsters they never called them the dark ones
1: shadows there's anomalies now all of a sudden there's the dark ones that apparently were going to bomb even though i have no idea if they're related to the mutations or not yeah so how does that help the original you know how does that help my hometown my home metro station
0: yeah like w- what is like that's god this is that's what got me so bad about this game was i have i had no idea what the fuck we were doing we were just all right we're gonna go take out the dark ones okay so are the dark ones the ones attacking us
1: apparently not
0: yeah are these those those things that you're seeing like the the shadows you know that kill you in one hit if you touch them I don't, we don't know Is it the thing that I keep seeing whenever it flashes up and it's like this really long-armed dude who, like, talks to us via telekinesis? have no idea.
1: Could be. Yeah. So basically the rest of the game is one mission. Yeah. Basically. There's no justification, no logic behind.
0: And feels very rushed. It goes yeah. from you know this big epic. We need to travel places to. We're going here. We're grabbing shit, and then we're going to another place, and we're we're bombing the fuck out of something. And it's it's that fast.
2: And especially when it's set up like it's kind of implied that you know you're the chosen one for some reason, that yeah. you have to go on this mission. Like if your whole interest was just protecting your your one area, all right, I can see you getting recruited to this team of rangers that Marshall is the leader of or whatever, but he keeps actually like, well, you have to be the one to go to the library, obviously, you know? And so it's like, why? He's the Dragonborn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but it, it's another one of those stories and there's actually no reason for that to be in there. You know, it, it's it again, they keep putting all this stuff in here where between that, the different flashbacks, like, why are you the person who is affected differently by the, the songs and the shadows and stuff like that. Why are basically, why are you a unique character rather than just a guy who was in the wrong place at the wrong time? It, it keeps him setting it up. Like you're supposed to be important, but you take instructions the entire game. You never making decisions on your own, you know, and like you're literally just a gopher while also <laughs> being kind of the chosen one. It's, uh, it, I don't know. It just, Clearly, this story starts falling apart around this section, even though, for some people, this is the only time this the story actually started to become clear as well. So yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, this is the only time there is a story. Is basically after they say, no, we're not going to help you. Okay, now the story starts, but there's <laughs> still no justification for it. Yeah. I think that's the problem. You tell me why we have to bomb the Dark Ones? All right. I, okay. You tell me we have to, then we have to. But you know, I need a reason.
2: Yeah, and especially because, and I mean, I don't remember the use of the dark one or not early on in the game, but the implication is something different is happening, and that's why your community was in danger. But you're never even set up with this knowledge that, are like, are these creatures all supposed to be living above ground? Because they're certainly prevalent in the tunnels. Like, wh- when they suggested, oh, we're just going to go bomb everywhere around us, my reaction was, well, what? good is that going to do like i don't have that information that actually would make me think oh that's a good idea that'll wipe them out yeah exactly i don't understand that they come from the surface i don't because we're never told where they come from or uh you know how this world has kind of developed since the incident started happening
0: yeah Uh, it's the red shit i mean that's what i dubbed it was you know whenever it zooms out the final cutscene zooms out it shows rtm sitting there on the tower and it shows the bombs going down into what looks like almost like a volcano, like a big mound of red shit that looks like it's possibly spreading throughout the surface.
1: Yeah, in my mind, this is like the Resistance games. The, the Dark Ones are aliens who have come to Earth, and that's their center of operations. Mothership. Yeah, Mothership or New new Society they're setting up or... Yeah, you know, I, I don't really have a good sense of how big that area was other than about city size, is my impression. Uh, but I don't even think there's the implication that they are related to any of the mutations.
0: I don't think they are.
1: Or That's... the anomalies. Yeah, they're completely unrelated. So all... I guess all of the nosalises and all the mutations, the demons, those all are just a result of the atomic bombs that went off. Radiation mutating yeah. these things. But how does that have any bearing to the simultaneous alien invasion that's happening?
0: Is it an alien invasion, though?
1: Well, it it's an alien coming, whether it's an invasion, I, I, you know... It doesn't have that negative connotation, but they are here. They have invaded Earth.
0: But I mean, are they. Is it things from another planet? Is that what we're saying?
2: <laughs> See, Good I question. mean, I, I feel like that was some part of the world building that just didn't translate to the game. Yeah.
1: yeah but you that's know, kind of the most important part of the whole yeah. game, narrative wise.
2: Yeah, and, you know, and that's what. Wh- the last time we were talking, we were kind of threw out where do we expect this to go and everything. And. Uh, I know I trailed off on my uh, on my thought, which is certainly common for me. But like I threw out a comparison to the book Aragon, which started presenting all these ideas and then just kind of doesn't do anything with them. And this feel like I wonder if this world is actually kind of similar where not to go insisting that the quality of writing this game is, is also applied to the book, you know, because again, I haven't read it, so I want to know. Yeah.
1: Although but, he is credited as helping to write the game.
2: Okay. So I'm but I'm suspicious. just like just from all these items in the world, you know, just to try and put all that together in a cohesive package is just it, there's so much there that it takes away from anything being one particular thing being cool. You know, like we yeah. that's what we were we were all hoping for last time is like, all right, bring a way to bring the monsters together with the anomalies with a clever twist. Right. You know, like I think that's what we were all rooting for towards the end. Instead, it's just all right. We're gonna keep throwing more things at you because, like now, these dream sequences you're having are becoming clearly more alien-looking <clears throat> than they had been before, and nothing is actually going to get combined for certain
1: at all. Like yeah. not even not even a poor attempt was made at it. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we haven't even mentioned in the silo sequence. That, like, yeah. mother brain thing that is on the power rods, which is, again, another, like, cognizant alien biomass that has just formed for whatever reason.
0: But it has intelligence, too,
2: because it knows you're trying to attack it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And. So an evil mutation.
2: And again, And all this is developing in a section of the city that's been completely locked off. So it's not like radiation would have affected any biology down there. There's no dead bodies down there. It's, uh, it, it, like that whole sec- I mean I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit there but it's such a weird sequence of events they choose to lead that last like hour of the game you basically go from like group fighting where you don't actually have to do anything to a sequence where there's little mobile bombs going off and you have to protect your escort holy fuck that to, is the most annoying shit yeah, in the game to a crane sequence to like first person jumping sequences to a maze, like in a dream sequence, yeah, to more like maze ish first person jumping to cutscene. <laughs> like, yeah. that's your last hour of the game, pretty much. Yeah, so with like let, killing let, three demons in between.
1: Let me see if 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 this makes any sense. Do I have this right story wise? So, after whatever caused us to want to bomb the dark ones, which I don't know why we're doing this, but basically from there we're going to get these D6 documents, right?
0: They're like the coordinates.
1: Yeah, they're the coordinates, so that then we can go to the missile silo, activate the missiles, and then go out, set up the targeting system on top of the tower, and then
0: Blow up the use the ones. missiles
1: that we activated before to destroy the dark ones. Yeah, that's that's the the overall last. The gist. Yeah, that that that's why that's what we're doing. I just don't know why we're doing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? And I mean, this may be a bad reference. You guys have both seen Battlestar Galactica, correct?
2: Yes. I just Repeatedly. watched the miniseries for the first time this week. Okay. So I'm awesome and just watching it now. So don't <laughs> spoil it for me.
0: Okay. Well, never mind then.
2: So in the end. <laughs> so in the end, the Cylons kill everything.
0: Yeah. You know what? I it would not surprise me if they just introduced like fucking unicorns into Metro twenty thirty. Yeah, I
2: mean they might it, as well.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just like they're just throwing random shit in there now, you know.
2: Yeah, and that's why like I mentioned before, when I see any type of medium kind of cross genres a little bit, I'm very, uh, I'm very hesitant about going into that product. But if they can pull it off, that's that always feels so cool when you can combine like supernatural with sci-fi or something like that you know <laughs> yeah it, it just because like especially if it's something where it doesn't warn you ahead of time that that's in there like we none of us knew the stuff about the anomalies going into this game no so now when you're all of a sudden being presented with this supernatural thing you're like all right this could be cool like i'm going to see something awesome happen It's going to reflect what's going to happen later on in the game tell me a yeah. little bit about what already happened that's a great chance for this cross-section to happen a really good moment And now it just feels like they're just choosing any random thing they want, which again takes away the meaning that any one thing has. I care less about the anomalies if it's now aliens on top of anomalies, on top of mutants, on top of of demons (laughs) biomass, yeah, on top of demons. So like, is that part of evolution? Because clearly, you know, not even knowing the book, clearly part of this idea has the theme of the book has to be about evolution. There's two books that exist in this world. Metro 2033 and 2434. Oh no. And the evolution of species by Charles Darwin. Oh, it was, there's, cop, uh, there's copies of that all throughout the game, which is so the first time I saw it, it was, I, I felt really proud of myself. It's just this one random <laughs> book in like a corner of a building. I was like, Oh, they're trying to tell me something like this is a good little drop, you know? And then you get to like a section in the library where there's like 10 of them all just sitting on the floor together. I'm like, Oh, you assholes. You just stole that moment <laughs> away from me now. I'm not special. No, I'm not. You know, I don't, I don't really know.
0: I totally would have been fine with my theory of <laughs> everybody thought it was just mutants and, and the end of the world, but it was a different type of end of the world. I thought it was poss- possibly, I don't know, like God's judgment. or or some
1: purgatory yeah
0: yeah like they they like hell was like infusing with fucking earth and demons were coming out and you know they just called them monsters you know that that would have worked fine for me but just to add more shit on top of shit we got supernatural ghosts in the form of the shadows we got monsters uh basically created from science due to the fact that radiation has created these mutants then you also have these alien sci-fi things that are talking to you telepathically along with kind of you are the chosen one jesus complex and i'm just like th- there's too much shit you're trying to stuff you know 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag and it just
2: it yes
0: <laughs> that's that's exactly that's exactly what it is and that just it makes no sense to me. It's like it's a jumbled up mess of stuff mixed in with some okay first person shooter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which that, makes I mean, me wonder why they spent so much of this game focused on getting to Paulus. Like what the hell? That's like
0: the the our mission was from the beginning of the game till we got to Paulus was to deliver these dog tags to Miller. That was our mission.
1: I mean, this is essentially me telling you what I did today, and spending two hours telling you how I got to work, and then all the rest of the the day, I tell you in like two minutes. Yeah. Like, why? Why would you spend that much time telling us about how we got to Polis if it's irrelevant? What ha- the only, the end result is that they don't help you and you go do something else.
2: It's not about the destination; it's the journey.
1: What the hell? <laughs>
2: Well, speaking of the journey, the other thing that I found really frustrating in this section of the game is they kept. There's so many instances where they just decide to change something that hadn't existed in the entire game, and they do it like one time, and then they never use it again. So, like one thing I brought up before is you have the cane, the crane sequence, which easily could have just been a cutscene. It's not even like there's a puzzle going on there. It's yeah. literally just either a complete success or it's a fail state. There's it's not like you're trying to dodge the the crane out of the way of this creature. If you just spend too long failing at it, it'll kill you. Yeah. Which happened to me because
0: that uh, happened to me uh, too. Sorry.
2: Um and because like it shows you the three dots, but it doesn't imply are those the ones that are done or need to be undone. Like I don't know. But so it's a situation like that. Then there were like I said, said before, the little blobs of bombs basically
0: oh God, those fucking for, for
2: just one level they never use it again in the game never existed before that no like for no reason whatsoever they just decided let's have one stretch of the level have a completely unique enemy that doesn't fit in the storyline has no reason to be here but we want to give you a protect the escort mission which you <laughs> haven't had to do all like at least as far as i experienced anytime you had someone with you they were basically invulnerable yeah they were badasses So, finally, in this one mission, they were just like, you know what? We'll let Miller die. When there's 18 things and he walks directly through the paths of them, never tries dodging them, he has his one route that he can't adjust from.
0: He can't shoot behind him.
2: Right. It took me, like, four tries before I even realized that you can kill the spawning points of all those things. You can kill the spawning points?
0: Yeah, if you just keep shooting at them. I didn't fucking know
2: that. Yeah, but it, that is, doesn't even really matter because usually they each one only spawns like two things. So unless you're just running way ahead of him and killing things before it, he even gets to them, it's not going to do you any good. I didn't he,
1: escort him at yeah. all. I just ran ahead, blew away every single spawning pool, and then went back and got him.
2: Son of a bitch. <laughs> if I'd have
0: known yeah. that, I wouldn't have spent fucking 30 minutes doing this shit. Right.
2: So again, it's just like, all right, here's a sequence that for no reason they put in there. Then the, the thing that probably pisses me off the most in the game, and again, this is after I went through multiple like pitch black stout stage areas where I didn't know how to use night vision because I'm retarded like that, was they just randomly decide when you go into this section that you can just start breaking down doors. Yeah. yeah. It, and the only... Inclination, you can do that. This starts at the library. I think is that a door is kind of damaged. Yeah. No one ever says like, "Hey, just kick that in." There's no. Hey, icon- I think
1: ten shotgun blasts will take care of any doors in this fucking library, not just the ones that are already damaged.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like, so then me, may- so then I'm sitting there playing. I'm like, well, wait, could I do this to any doors earlier on in the game? Did I miss whole sections of these stages? Yeah. Like, I start feeling bad. Then I get out of the library <laughs> where all the doors become invincible again. I'm like, all right, I'm good. It doesn't matter. And then you go back down into the underground where all of a sudden they decide all right, this one wing of this missile silo is going to have vulnerable wooden doors again. Have at it. And there's another section where just arbitrarily I happened to finally. And th- this might have honestly been something I was missing the whole game. I went by a locker or something and it showed I could open it. So I went. Yeah, in a- you can do in a- that
1: throughout the whole game, but. My estimation is that there's only about four or five lockers in the whole game that you can open.
2: And, see, and that makes it even like more dumb, because why yeah. even bother doing that? Exactly. Every sequence where you ever see crates, there's always one that's open that has ammunition in
0: it. Yeah, you've been conditioned to not do that.
2: Exactly. The condi- like The conditioning in this game is so, so poor. The way they try to build up your expectations and understanding of how you interact in this game is just all over the map. You go from a, like, the entire game you spend, the only interaction you can have with doors is opening them. And very clear cut, like, there's a person standing next to the door, you know you have to go through this door sequences.
1: And you get a little hand icon. Yeah, hand. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then you get to sections where, oh, you can just start busting through anything now. And then you're taken out of that again, that's pulled away, then you're given that back, and then you never see another door again. Or... And this kind of leads up towards the end of the game, where the like your final action in the game is presented like you have a choice. Now, the entire game up to this, like I, the only choice was the little kid if you yeah. wanted to give him a coin or not. That's the my only experience with anyone like having a consequence to an action, or what appeared to be a branch within the storyline. And you guys have already said we spoke about this a little bit before the recording that it wasn't actually a choice maybe it just ends in another fail state but it pissed me off even at that well, moment
1: if you've played the game quote unquote correctly you do have a choice
2: okay so so that choice only becomes applicable if you've met all the conditions beforehand which aren't spelled out to you at all
1: right uh, not, not even okay. in the slightest yeah then the okay. nothing nothing
2: so okay so why like that so the final moment is you choose to shoot an alien or you're told like do you want to shoot it or actually I believe that either
1: way you shoot the alien.
2: Okay. And then so, but the text presents
1: it.
2: Yeah. the, The text on the screen and I say text because I had everything in subtitles, the whole game was, um, the quote was something about like, you have to kill anything that's hostile or, you know? And so then it's clearly the only option is to shoot him. Yeah. But it says something else about like, um, like, why are we the enemy? Or so, I forget exactly what it said. But so I thought, all right, here's a choice or not. And I chose to shoot him just because the entire game up to this point has never given you any type of choices like that. So if that is a choice at the end and the all the conditions before it aren't choices, but it's just decisions as to whether or not to do additional content within the hubs, like, Why? I, I can't wrap my head around why they all of a sudden feel the need to have an additional alternate ending to the game. When the entire game has been up, you either do exactly what has been put in front of you, or you get a fail state. Yeah.
1: So, actually, I think the way that you phrased that is kind of exactly what their reasoning was. So, my, my impression from – because this made so little sense, I had to do a little digging – but my impression of what they wanted was to see if you would play this game basically ruthlessly and just as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And if you just play what they say is like the normal way that people play shooters, you never even get the option for the good ending.
0: Apparently I didn't.
1: So, And, and what they say is that if you go out of your way to listen to people, to help people, to do all the good things that you can do in the game – that's the only time where you get the option at the very end so it's Oof. it's almost intentionally not explained because you're not supposed to discover it unless you're going out of your way to do good things well
0: here here's a here's a good a little like pro tip for the developers and, especially with uh last light coming out pretty soon how about you tell the fucking players that you can do this stuff and maybe we'll do it you know, yeah. don't that, don't true. make us your fucking guinea pigs and see if we'll do it.
1: Well, but but that's kind of what they wanted to do. Is they if they tell you to do it, then you have the option, and you just choose whichever one you want. Here, you don't get that option unless you are. I, I don't know. A
0: good person. You're,
1: yeah, a good person. <laughs> that cares. That's the only that cares about get,
0: virtual characters in a video. You get
1: rewarded if you're a good person.
0: You know, <laughs> but, that's stupid to me. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I, I would, tell me I can do these things, and I'll do them.
2: It's not even so much if this is the experiment that they wanted to do. And I can understand the merit of, of, of fuzzing or hiding the mechanics behind the decision making to legitimately try to reward people who have certain experiences. But the problem is unless they explicitly point that out at the decision point, so in that final scene it invalidates all the decisions you made up up to that point because you don't know which ones actually affected it.
1: Yeah. If you don't know what you missed, then you don't ever feel like
2: exactly. So I don't feel like I'm upset now because I played the game the way I did. I'm upset because like, I I didn't know that I wasn't aware of it because I like, if that is the ending, that is the reward for the way I played it. That's fine. But I feel bad for anyone who did do lots of other content and would get a different ending and not know why. So I want to contrast this with two other games. One is The Witcher, which, when the original one, when it came out, did probably the best. It was often applauded for the way it handled kind of gray decision making, where you're presented with two choices, neither of them were necessarily good or bad. They're just two different shades of gray. You would accept it, and then you wouldn't get that consequence for like 10 hours down the line. So it kind of hung over you. You knew you had made an important decision. You knew you had sided with one factor or another, but you didn't know when that was going to come up or why or if it would. When contrast that with this game where you're just in a town and you decide to go talk to someone, and maybe they even send you on a mission or something like that, it's not ever giving you the situation, giving you an explanation that like, hey, you'll get to know this area better, or presenting any of, the, any of those kind of hints within the text that there's more to doing a mission than just going out you know, or just talking to a person. And I would also contra- contrast that with um, The Walking Dead,
0: uh, where after the fact... Remaining silent.
2: <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying after the fact, you can go see a list of your decisions. Yeah. And you can see compared to X percentage of the people I made a different decision. That gives you introspection on yourself.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: Telling me in a shooter that I just played straight through as a shooter, I know that. Fuck you. You don't have to explain that to me. <laughs> you know? That's not giving me anything. Or even Mass Effect 3 where the things they choose or or just the whole Mass Effect series, but the decisions they chose to keep references to to affect alternate paths throughout the game you didn't necessarily know which or all of those might apply or might be more important than others or which game they would come up in some things came up in mass effect 2 other things didn't exist there at all so you kind of assumed they would happen in mass effect 3 so again but like you understand you're making a decision this would have an impact on my life well i mean nothing in that game implies that the, the decisions you make have any merit at all, so why go exploring?
0: That's that's the thing. That's your big reveal, is that The Witcher, The Walking Dead, Mass Effect, all these games told you up front you're going to be making decisions. You are going to be making decisions that may affect your game. Metro 23.3 never says anything like that. It well, never says you can make decisions that will affect your game, or doing, or even in like just somebody walking by you saying, "Hey, I got a job for you, man. Come here," you know, or some shit like that. Nothing like that ever happened to me. No verbal cues. Nothing in the the, the menus ever told me anything about that. Not even during the loading screens. Whenever they have you the, the helpful tips or whatever, <laughs> they never told you anything like that. So how the fuck was I supposed to know that? We know, when when. I'm playing a standard first-person shooter. I either look at my mini map that tells me exactly where to go or I pull up my map and compass and look at that fucker and follow it. Yeah. You know, I mean, fucking tell me that you you I can do different things in this game. I love RPGs.
2: Send me on quests, please. I didn't know this. And I I mean, I guess I would just sum up my thoughts where I like I don't even mind that they didn't tell you ahead of time. I just think that even no matter how many decisions or points of impact there were along the way that lead up to what ending option you have, or whether or not you have an option at all, I don't care for any game that's going to have a binary test for me where I'm either getting one or the other. Yeah. Like that, that's just not an interesting experiment to me. If there's many different shades, if the actions that I happen to have taken or not taken throughout the game significantly altered my experience in the game, that is then an interesting experiment to me. Changing the final 15 seconds of a game is not interesting. So, uh, And since I'm still unaware, my keyboards plural are all broken right now. <laughs> so I literally have no means of communicating in the world other than one voice chat right now. What uh, Can you guys explain a little bit what the actual decision is or what the alternate the good ending is I suppose
1: there so basically I think even up through shooting the dark one is all exactly the same and it's only if you have the option like if if you've done the good enough playthrough once you come out of that essentially like a dream sequence uh, there's a the dark one is laying on the ground and he like reaches up to try and and stop your laser targeting system. And this is happening, he's he's reaching up, doing this stuff while the countdown is happening for the missiles. And you can either, like, shoot the targeting system or not shoot the targeting system. So you either inactivate it or you don't. So then the only difference is whether you shoot it or not, and then whether or not the missiles come down onto whatever that is below. That's it.
0: So, so, so what it, happens if you don't blow them up? Nothing. Nothing? He, he just sits there and says, Well, it looks like the Dark ones are going to take us over.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a slightly different quote. And he, I guess, ruminates a little bit on war. Ugh. War never changes.
2: Yeah, and you know, so, again, now that you've actually explained this to me more, I, I stand by my statement that creating a binary choice like that isn't interesting. Uh, so I guess the whole point of their experiment is. If you've tried to experience. If you've tried to experience more of these people. In the city. Now that you know more about them. Do you still want to save them?
1: Well I don't I, even know if that's the same. Like I don't even know what we're bombing. To be honest with you. If the people are underground right. We're just bombing the surface. I don't,
2: well, I don't I think,
0: know the consequences of the bombing. Yeah. The, uh, so it's yes, Basically A, the bombing
1: is, is to kill the dark ones. And basically, if you have talked to people and you're a good enough person, then you realize that the Dark Ones are not here to hurt us. And any harm that they have caused was, like, through trying to communicate with people. And they might have, like, given them brain hemorrhages from trying to, you know, communicate with them non-verbally.
2: Except for the That's fact it. that even by the end of the game, we're still not even clear what the Dark Ones are or as compared to all yeah, the other entities exactly of the game. So-
1: Have they killed anybody in this world? I have no idea. But yeah, basically I, just,
2: I think that's such a colossal failure.
1: Yes. The Rangers all think that the Dark Ones are responsible for something. I don't know what. Because it was clearly the humans that decided to bomb each other in this universe. And basically the whole the end part of the game, your goal, quote unquote goal is to kill the dark ones. And then if you're good enough, you realize that you don't need to kill the dark ones. Period.
0: Are you like, gonna be like the liaison between the dark ones and the and you, the humans?
1: You're the chosen one. You can communicate with them. Ugh, you fight. can understand that that they're not malevolent with their intentions.
0: Put the handcuffs on me, cause that's a fucking cop out. That's so stupid.
2: No objection. Like yeah, the- I mean, I just view for as little as I actually cared about the game going in, I'm still disappointed because within my singular experience of just rushing through as a first-person shooter nothing actually interesting happened with that storyline at all
1: how about this is the biggest kicker of everything uh, going into the sequel book or game it's the generic normal ending that is carried over that's the canonical oh, yeah ending.
2: It, I mean it has to be but so uh, so that pe- but, that I mean, even that kind even further inactivates how vague and unexplained the special ending is.
1: Yeah, it's irrelevant. They don't even think it's important.
0: <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's the point of having it in the game? Exactly. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, it's
2: laughable.
1: It's like the biggest waste of time. This is one of the worst endings I've ever seen in a game, I think.
2: It's ever. up there. I mean, I still have more of an issue with the actual pacing and what you do during that final half hour than the the failure of the storyline. Like, literally, your last half hour, there's almost no combat. It is jumping up and around a tower, following your map. Well, don't forget it's, about
0: the library, because
2: I, I find no, that the library. The
0: final... well, well, I know, but I mean, the, I found that the library was the most entertaining
2: part of this entire game. Yeah, I
1: enjoyed fighting I, those librarians. Those fucking monsters. things
2: were scary as shit. Yeah.
1: Like, they were tough, man.
2: Th- I think that was the best section of the game, even as dumb as the logic was for that. Like, Why well, well, were we at the library to go get documents? Well, yeah, that and you're going like up and down through a building when there are some doors you can cut through and some doors you can't, and you're carrying like 7,000 rounds of ammunition. Like, well, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I played on normal. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, just line up the librarian with a door, and when you inevitably miss him, You'll just take out the door behind them.
0: Awesome. So we're killing two birds with one stone.
2: Exactly. But,
0: you well, you know, I don't like 30 don't stones
2: to take it down. This but.
0: is true. You know, you didn't even have to fight those guys. All you had to do was just flash a flashlight in their face, and they walk away. Really? Yeah. God damn it. They they, they, they said that in one of the cutscenes or something like that. They said if you, if you stare at them with your flashlight, it says, make sure you have your flashlight on, and you look them in the eyes. They'll leave you alone, and they Good. will.
2: I I don't ever remember seeing that message. The one message I did get that I thought was interesting was it said something to the effect of you'll only experience the dream sequences if you have your flashlight on.
1: Really?
2: Yeah. Like, I don't remember exactly how it was, but basically those kind of the random flash scenes where you enter another realm or whatever Yeah. yeah. only supposedly happen when you have your flashlight on. Why?
1: Yeah. What is the reason for that?
2: No idea. But so... it almost made me want to go... Like, I wish this game had more specific save points rather than just all, always auto-saving your progress because I want to go back to one of the scenes where there's clearly an obligatory cutscene and just run through it with no flashlight <laughs> just to see if it doesn't even bother fucking telling you the whole story because maybe that's what happened to us, guys. Maybe we played a whole bunch of sections where we didn't have our flashlights on and all the story's actually there. We just don't know it.
0: It's true. It could be... I don't know. I had my flashlight on the entire time. I think.
1: Yeah, I think so, but. Well. I definitely feel like there's some holes in my version of the story.
0: Yeah. But I do have to say the library was the coolest part.
1: The library was cool. You know, overall, the atmosphere was great. I thought much of the combat was pretty good. There was a good variety of things you do. But the failures of this game are. Astronomical. Astounding.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even compliment the combat because I found there's still specifically like really only two enemy types. Pretty much the whole game just had monsters running at you
0: and and people hiding behind cover against you.
2: And it's not like the AI was ever that dynamic for any of those things. Pretty much any situation where they weren't doing one of those two options was a scripted sequence where like if it's a tunnel sequence and there's whole waves of them coming at you, some of them are clearly scripted to go up the sides and jump around you and stuff like that. Um. but yeah like it's weird the library is basically like the climax of the action of that game yeah because after yeah. that you have like two more combat sections but it's always like the flamethrower section when you're in a tunnel with the rangers and when you're in their whole group squad going and fighting through but again like you have so much backup during those sections
0: you don't really that, need to shoot anything
2: yeah it, like the flamethrower you have to do it a little bit because you you'll fail if you just don't kill them quickly enough. Yeah. But n- neither of those none of the combat points after that are interesting situations. You know, oh, and I just Not
1: getting fi- to the tower on the surface.
2: I, I was actually just I was just finally remembering the the way it cuts to that scene again where after um after you've completed everything down there and you're like, "All right, you and Miller are going to go back up meet with more rangers." And just cuts you all the way past the whole pro the prologue section to the point where you're already with the squad. Like, holy shit! Why did they do that?
0: Yeah, I was thinking, oh, this is where I was. Yeah, Yeah,
2: like because that's the whole point of the Tarantino moment is to realize, oh, I'm coming back to that moment now. Yeah, I know what's going to happen for the next couple minutes. Just cuts all that out for whatever (laughs) weird pacing decisions they made. When clearly all the material is already there. (laughs) Yeah, And, and it's just like okay. You know that scene where you saw the big demon come down and get you? And every time you've seen a demon so far, it's, it just knocked over a whole truck. You know, It, it kills whatever it's touching. Okay, it's just going to push you. <laughs> like, that's all it did. Now just get back up, Artyom, and keep shooting. Like that was, All right, so that just invalidated the whole prologue because now that wasn't interesting.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, well, now let's go on our scripted run to the tower where he tells you, whatever you do, don't stop. And if you run ahead, you get an instant kill scene with a monster yeah. jumping out at
0: you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You have to stop at least three times and shoot stuff, then move
2: forward. Yep. That's that's the Russian definition of don't stop. Okay. Good <laughs> thing to know in case I go to Moscow.
1: Yeah. I mean, stop repeatedly.
2: Yeah. Stop signs mean go. All right. In Mother Russia.
0: So it's opposite day every day. Pretty much. <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, I don't know what to think of this game. I think... I think they try I think the developers used way too many resources and way too much time trying to make the mechanics look cool than focusing on a coherent story and enemy AI because I mean the whole the fact that you put on your mask and you have to change out your filters and uh you know the different types of bullets and oh you know you have to you know you can put in like Eject yourself with like adrenaline and it actually makes you run faster for a little while and stuff like that. It's just that that's cool and all, but that's only, you know, extra shit that you have to worry about rather than get
1: the fundamentals right. Work on the fundies. Yeah. And then go on that. Go after that stuff. Yeah.
0: This is just stuff that, you know, just, oh, I got to remember to change my filter. Oh, I got to keep looking at my watch to make sure, you know, and it's just it's shit like that when you don't even have to do that. You know, uh-huh. you don't have to change the filter, he'll change it on his own. I'm just like, what the fuck's the point of even having a change filter button if he's going to change it on his own? Why would I want to waste a filter when I have yeah. more time with it?
2: Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, the-, the only interesting thing about the system with changing the filters is that, especially in the outside sections, your glass would start to fog up, yeah, and the act of changing your filter always made it clear again. So I, I assume they're just cutting out the section where you wipe down your glass. But Of course, know, the it, logical it, part. Yeah, but so, I mean, if that's what they're going for, why didn't they just add another button to make it so you can clear clear up your, um, your visor whenever you wanted? Yeah. Because, hey, you need more buttons in this game. Now, listen, if you hold down in, you'll turn on <laughs> your nightlight. If you just tap night it, is. you can clean your visor. Yeah. See? Look at that. Yeah, it, nightlight. Yeah, it, that that's what would have solved the monster problem. Yeah, I need
1: my nightlight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just walking around with a nightlight. Listen, it'd scare away the fucking librarians, okay? Yeah. You mock my nightlight. That would've made that level a lot easier. Yeah.
0: They do. They just they they'll stare at you and then just turn around and walk away.
2: It's so weird.
0: I don't know what to think of this game. I was excited for it and Cause it looked good. It does genuinely look good.
1: Yeah, the atmosphere is amazing. In this the,
0: the sound design is amazing as well. That the the I think the voice acting is not very well done. Um, the pacing, some of the shooting mechanics, the enemy AI, the fucking story, and the choices, the design choices that they made is just off. Sometimes by a lot.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, I I can't help but leave this game disappointed.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's so much good that's there. If they had just done what they did in a better way, <laughs> it would have been a great game.
0: If they would have made this game a straight-up post-apocalyptic... If they made it a great
2: game, it would have been a great game. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. If, I mean, seriously, if they, if they would have made a post-apocalyptic survival horror game, shh, that would have been totally fine with me. But they yeah. wanted to incorporate... Mystical bullshit. and. the director's
1: cut of this game as well. Yeah.
0: I, mean. <laughs> I just want to talk to the developers and just say, what what did you guys mean by this?
1: So d- how much of this do you think will be fixed for the sequel?
0: We'll find out in a month because it's coming out, I think, next month, right? Or, well, m- or or March.
2: People who want to play that game will find out in a month. I certainly won't be finding out. <laughs> in
0: a all right, month. look, all right. in a couple years, I'm sure if you like the THQ Facebook page, they'll give you Last Light for free.
2: You know, I mean, I I guess my final thought on the game is the fact that I, I checked out on it because there were so many problems with the game that I went from being interested in the source material, the book, to no longer caring enough to even want to maybe pick that up, happenstance, and give it a try. So... And certainly I would then be out on another game because I have no reason to assume it's going to fix all those problems or resolve my issues with the story and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's a disappointment for me. Like, I'm the type of guy who right now is starting to watch Battlestar Galactica because the board game sounds cool. (laughs) So I'm going from board game to watching, you know, like a five season television show to get the context for the board games so I can justify buying it.
0: I'll tell you this. I'm the just perfect type the of guy who's game. like,
2: give me an interwoven kind of set of media, and I'll buy all of it if it's interesting, and I'm checked out. So, you know, I I can't say anything more than it was just overall a disappointment for me that I I wanted to like more of it, and there just wasn't enough there. There's too many turnoffs.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. This game had major potential, and squandered it.
2: It, it actually surprised... There's so many problems with it, it surprises me how there is kind of that... Cult, I'm not even going to call it a cult, but there is... A couple pe- people there's out enough, there. Yeah, there's <laughs> enough people out there that have said, hey, that game was kind of cool. And I wonder how many of those people actually finished playing it. Especially with like, uh, uh, the mainstream gamer press, who, and I know there's a couple of people who have recommended the game before, but how many of those people, because they're so prone to playing a game for a few hours and then not being able to finish it because they have to move on to the next thing, the next thing, you know? And if you only played the first three, four hours of it, where we kind of left off, you, I could see putting that down in a year or two from now saying like, yeah, I bet that game was probably pretty cool. Like, I remember, you know, oh, all the Nazis and the communist things going on at this cool setting. Yeah, I could recommend that to a friend. But if you play that all the way through, why would any of you guys recommend this game to somebody?
1: See, I'm, I'm not quite that. I would never recommend this game to anybody. <laughs> but I would say, watch for the sequel because there was enough good in this game that if they can make some adjustments, the sequel could be really good.
0: But the, how am they bombed? That ending is just I, like, how can they come back from that?
1: See, for me it's almost not the ending that's bad. It's it's what happens after chapter four to cause the whole second half of the game. I I don't know why we're doing what we're doing.
2: I I mean I'm, i I would actually assume that the next game probably has nothing to do with that ending decision. Fuck it, retcon it. Let's wreck on it. Especially if you're assuming that bomb doesn't eliminate all the the mutants. And it's certainly not going to was affect the It wasn't even
1: aimed not- at the mutants. It was aimed well, at the Dark yeah. Ones, so I have no idea what... It was. But we don't know
2: what the Dark Ones are. <laughs> yeah, who it the is. fuck are the Dark Ones? This- <laughs> I assume the Dark Ones just means the biomass that's up there. But we don't know how many of those things are interwoven, because... No,
1: the, the Dark Ones are the alien-looking things. Okay. How they relate to anything else, I don't know.
2: Right. So, But we bombed a big dark black mass that was clearly must have been organic sitting on the surface. Yeah. So...
1: So I was okay with wanting to bomb something. you know. That's, <laughs> yeah. good, that's a good way to end the game. Let's bomb them. Matt's okay, okay. with
2: dropping bombs, folks. I'm okay Thumbs with that.
1: Up. I'm okay with the tower sequence. I liked climbing up there. I liked the fact that we picked up that the guidance simple. system, had to deploy it at the top of the tower. Honestly, it wasn't the end of the game that was my problem at all. It was why we're doing that, first off, and then why you would spend the first half of the game Describing how nothing like nothing at all happened in the first half of the game.
2: Okay. Like why not just make you a ranger who from the from the outset.
1: The first half say, of the like, game you're should have been the opening for... scene. You got rejected. They're not gonna help you. So now you have to bomb them. You're taking it into your own hands. The only way you can save your metro station is if you take you take it upon yourself to end this threat. Yeah. The whole game should have been the last two hours of the game. <laughs>
2: So all right, plus more crane sequences. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe then they could have fit in some explanation.
0: (laughs) So here, here's I just Google search why bomb the dark ones. And this is and, I, I, and he
2: got porn.
1: <laughs> I I no.
0: I instantly I went to Giant Bomb. This is where it popped up at. I
2: thought it was gonna be a racial thing.
0: No. Uh, the Dark Ones are the main enemies of Metro 2033. They are the remnants of uh, survivors of the nuclear holocaust who have mutated into a new species. The Dark Ones possess psychic powers are inca- and are encountered by RCM numerous times throughout his journey. In the world of Metro 2033, there is a great deal of speculation as to the nature of the Dark Ones, with some believing that they are the next step in human evolution or a distinct subspecies. Dark Ones can control other mutants telepathically, uh, though they have trouble doing so with sentient creatures such as humans. By In addition to... Uh, they have a resistance to cold temperatures and radiation, most likely due to the evolving of the post-apocalypse. While they appear to be the game's antagonists, p- attacking the player on multiple occasions, these attacks have actually been attempts to communicate with Artium who they have chosen as something of an ambassador for the human race due to his re- resistance to their telepathy. Previous attempts by the Dark Ones to communicate with other humans has caused them to accidentally kill them because of the nature of their telepathy, so they choose to communi- communicate with Artium. In the end, the player can choose to murder a Dark One at the top of the radio tower and launch the missile barrage against their home. Uh, Kastivakia Station where the Dark Ones evolved from humans and this is considered the bad ending. Alternately, Artyom can halt the missiles and save the Dark Ones, realizing their nature and they and that they had been helping Artyom all along. As of Metro Last Light, the bad ending is considered the canon ending.
2: So, does that mean that... So, the Nosales, the demons, all those are just other evolutions that didn't pick up telepathy. I have no idea. <clears throat> See, I, I don't care.
0: I don't, yeah, it's too Sorry. hard now where I don't care. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And I don't know what to say, unfortunately, because I mean,
1: it's a mess. It's just a complete mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. So I don't know. Will I play Metro Last Light? Uh, if Ken says, "Hey, would you want to review this?" I'll say, "Sure."
1: If anybody tells me that it's a good game, I will be interested.
0: Well, I'll let you know if I play it. <laughs> I'll, don't, yeah. don't buy it. Please, God.
1: If I can filter it through three different people and it still comes as a recommendation, I'm in. Okay. If not, go back to the Ukraine. Take your <sighs> game with you.
0: <laughs> Man, for real. that's. Uh, I don't know what to think. I'm curious of what our listeners think if they've even yeah I'd like it.
1: to know if anybody really wants to defend this game and if they can I'm, i mean it's not like we don't know I mean what you just read explains it, but that doesn't make the game any better, knowing that there is backstory,
0: yeah, so I don't I mean, know there's a whole
1: book, so clearly there is rationale for something,
0: yeah, which I told you this is this was kind of it, it kind of ended up you know I am legend. A bit where mm-hmm. the plot kind of twisted, and oh, RTM's actually the bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's trying to kill them when he we've been trying to help him all along, or some shit like that. And I was like, well, I called it.
2: Yeah, there's definitely a corollary there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just. That's a clusterfuck.
1: Yeah. Better Look, luck next time. Yeah. Right.
0: Too many ideas in one package, and none of them actually go anywhere. So, but anyway yeah uh, if you do really want to defend this game by all means please send us an email you can send me an email at frustratedfury at com. I would greatly appreciate it I will read it on the air and you can call us the biggest dumbasses ever I don't care I want to hear your thoughts on it uh, if you want to suggest a game to us please email it you can also follow us on twitter uh, it's uh, at dmlfury matt is at R-E-M-G-S, and Nate is at Prinate. Uh Definitely uh, hit us up if you uh, would like. That's pretty much it of Metro 2033. We've exhausted it. I have exhausted too many hours into this game with no payoff whatsoever. Um, I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy about it, but... Negative it wasn't the three. worst
1: game I've ever played. but Yeah,
0: it's definitely not the worst game I've
2: ever played. It,
1: it's got some high highs and some really low lows.
2: Yeah. It was the worst game that I finished in 2013. Yeah, hands right. down. Yeah. Well, I finished it in 2012, so. Sucker. <laughs>
0: But anyway, that's pretty much it. Um, if you would, please leave us an iTunes review. We'd greatly appreciate it. It helps us out. You can say we suck, or you can say that we, uh, we're awesome. We prefer awesome, but if we suck, I'll read it anyway. Um, you can look for us on iTunes, uh, just Phoenix Down. You can type that in. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, join us next week. We're going to have Dave back on the show again, a Reoccurring uh friend of ours. Who did uh, Amnesia with us. And uh, we are going to be playing through Bully. The Rockstar Games. Childlike GTA. So I'm excited to start that. Which I've already started actually. But yeah. Go ahead and get a head start I guess. But uh, looking forward to that. But anyway. That's pretty much it. Um, We're out of here. We'll catch you next week. I'm Drew.
2: And I'm Matt. And I'm Nate. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. You can come back anytime, man. And uh, But yeah, we're out of here. We'll catch you guys next week.